Welcome to Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Greetings everyone. Hoping this finds us all locked in our various areas. I need to make an announcement quickly, very quickly. Allow me to make this announcement. Rongai is not in Nairobi. <laughs> to all my friends, brothers and sisters, understand that and just accept it. Let us not find you in our area here in Nairobi. You have never been part of us. So please just accept it. Just like we've accepted there's no church on Sunday. <laughs> anyway, we love you guys. May the Lord help you tremendously this season. Karibuni guys, this is Pastor Fred from Nairobi Chapel in Bakasi. Um, some quick announcements just to um, get you on the know where we are. Just follow us on our social media handles and the Robbie Chapel Embakasi. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. Uh, we have everything on there. One of the things that we are doing this season is just to make sure that uh, you are well informed, especially because we cannot meet face-to-face -face on Sunday. And so uh, if you go on our social media handles, on our link tree link on our profile, you'll find our live Sunday service link. You'll find our podcast messages from Embakasi. You'll find our giving platform. We also have a reading plan on there for you, the 2020 Bible reading plan, because it is important to read the Bible, guys. It is one of the most beautiful things you can do. And in this season, we have no excuse not to read the Bible. So let's do that. We have a holy week, um, not devotional really, but just to explain to you what happened in this beautiful week of the Lord. One thing you understand is on Sunday, it was Palm Sunday. And so from Palm Sunday all the way to the cross on um, the Friday, the Good Friday, which is this Friday, a lot happened in the life of Christ. It's been called the Holy Week. And so there's a link for that. We have devotionals for our children all the way to our adults. And also a place where you can communicate with us. Our WhatsApp link is on our link on the profiles of our social media. It is a Easter week. I cannot believe that I've not seen even an advert for Easter in this season. Everything is COVID-19. And so we're just doing our best as the body of Christ to still remind you that we can still take some time to remember Jesus in this season. And so this month, we have a new podcast series that we're doing. We'll be um, posting it every Wednesday on our social media handles. And we've simply called it Make Room, but with a question mark. And so it reads something like, Make Room? What do you mean? And so today we are beginning by looking at Jesus, the absolver of the condemned. Jesus, the absolver of the condemned. Allow me to read Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 to 16. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are. Yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. 
Let's pray, guys. Father, we thank you for this opportune time that we have with our listeners across the world in this very difficult season that we have all together. Jehovah, may your word be written in our hearts that we may be pleasing to you and that you might find us faithful even in these difficult times. Share with us today. Speak to us. In Jesus' name we all pray. We all pray. I can't hear you guys. We all pray. <laughs> Amen. It is shocking how in a matter of days, the whole world was just shut down. I still cannot believe that the EPL, for those who understand me, you know what I'm talking about. The English Premier League was shut down. Put on a break until further notice. Our nation, quickly after that, followed suit. And as much as things haven't been as dire as in the rest of the world, life has really been turned upside down. Walking down the street today looks like an episode of ER. <laughs> House or Grey's Anatomy. Remember that show? Or the very reason Good Doctor. I love that show, my goodness. Or even Resident. These are TV series shows. TV series. Everybody looks like a doctor in their face masks. Guys, COVID-19 has hit us all and it has hit us hard. As a result, we are all confined to the comfort of our homes. Our homes have now become not just the home, but the church. It's the hangout area. It's everything in between that. It is the mall. It is the park. It is, the, it is just everything. It's almost crowded since now everyone is there most of the time. And actually, in some cases, everyone is there all the time. It is in this state that I hear the knocking of the Lord on our strongly shut doors, asking to be let in. Revelation 3.20 gives us this announcement. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him. And he with me. Guys, brothers and sisters, I believe with all of my heart that more than ever today, right now, this very day, Jesus is asking to come into our homes and into our lives. The question that is going to be asked all this month, and I believe he's already asking it to you, if he hasn't already, will you let him in? Will you let him into the very thoughts of your mind right now? Will you let him into the very panic that has overwhelmed some of us? Will you let him into the fears that we have? Will you let him into the a million thoughts that are running through today? In Luke chapter 7, in Luke chapter 7, we find Jesus in the house of the Pharisee. The Pharisee has invited him into his house to eat. They are having dinner. This in itself just sounds off. It's off because if you know Jesus and his story well, then you know that he absolutely challenged the Pharisees in the open, not privately. He just went at them. In turn, they never liked him, obviously. In Mark chapter 7, 3 to 4, it informs us that the Pharisees do not eat unless they give their hands a certain ceremonial washing, holding to the tradition of the elders. When they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. And they observe many other traditions 
such as the washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. These are some of the things that Jesus just looked and went, ah, man, nah. Matthew 23 goes ahead to call to attention their positions of the religious authority in the community, their concern for outward recognition and honor, enthusiasm for making converts, emphasis on observing the legalistic minutia of the law. In verse 23, Jesus condemns them not for what they did, but for neglecting the more important matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. Now imagine with all of this, with this knowledge, Jesus is having dinner with such a person, a Pharisee. On top of all this, something strange happens in the same dinner and is the meat for this conversation. Verse 37 tells us that a woman in that town who lived a sinful life, I think the writer of the word just didn't want to say a prostitute, a woman who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. As she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them and poured perfume on them. My goodness, scandal of the highest order. Jesus is being handled by a prostitute in broad daylight. She's being handled badly, my God, disrespectfully. The Pharisee must have thought, bah, oh my goodness. This cannot be a man of God. How now? At he says he's the son of who? At he's come to do what? At he did a miracle where? These are the jokers we're talking about. At your prostitute has just kissed the man of God. The Bible tells us that the Pharisee says to himself, obviously in harsh tones, if this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. To this, Jesus responds, he is Jehovah. Oh, he responds by informing him that those with many sins like the lady will be forgiven. There are many sins. Those with few will be forgiven their few sins. Jesus is pointing out that this lady, because of the many sins that she has and how the sins are making her feel and how the community has looked at her, will be forgiven of all those many sins. She then goes ahead to tell the woman her faith saved her and to go in peace. Guys, the Pharisee made room for Jesus to have dinner with him. That's obvious. But he hadn't let Jesus in. The prostitute, though, with all her issues, made room for Jesus to come right into her situation and condemned condition. She was, according to the word of the land, filth, scum of the earth, absolute dirt. But she made room for Jesus. Proverbs 2, verse 3 to 5 tells us that if you call out for insight, cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. The portion of scripture we just read in Luke 7 about the prostitute woman begins in verse 37 by telling us that a woman in that town who lived a sinful life 
learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. This lady learned that Jesus was at the Pharisee's house. When the Bible is telling us she learned, it points to the fact that she went looking for him. But with all that was going on, she'd probably heard of the many stories of the Savior, how he has healed in this area and how he has helped in this area and what he has done over here and what he did over there. And so she is responding by looking for this Savior of the human soul. So she learns that Jesus is in a specific place and has confidence enough to go look for him. My brothers and sisters, all I'm asking us in this quarantine season, in this lock-in season, is to look for the Lord. Search for him as for hidden treasure. Then you will find him. Jesus is at the door knocking. He is knocking like never before. He is knocking and knocking and knocking. I beg you by the mercies of God to let him in. Once you have let Jesus in to your room, now like the prostitute woman, shower him with the best perfume that you have. I mean get into your closet and give him the best smelling perfume that you can get. Translation, pray and shower the Lord with praises from your heart. Open your heart to him and just find time to praise the Lord, to pray to him, to lift up words of affirmation, words of exaltation. This is what prayer is about. One of the things we need to do in this season is to simply get to the place of prayer. Once you understand who he is, then get to the next place of prayer. The place of dev devoting yourself to a time of prayer, of seeking the Lord, of searching for him, of praying over those biblical truths that you've gotten to understand. After you get to the place of prayer, one thing you can also do or do as the prostitute did is to glorify the Lord. We have been told that she took her hair which is the symbol of the glory of the woman, and washed the feet of Jesus. So in humility, she glorified the Lord with the best of herself. In this season, I beg you not to find the worst of what is happening, not to declare the worst of what is happening, but in your own way, using the very knowledge of God in the places of prayer, Declare the glory of the glory of God. Coronate him in this season. Enthrone him. Declare his majesty. And I kid you not, the time that you will be in this um, quarantine will be a glorious time. Find the Lord. Pray to him and glorify the Lord in this season just like the prostitute woman. What Jesus does is he absolves us of all our condemnation, thereby freeing us from all sin. 
to absolve is to declare someone free from guilt, obligation, or punishment. So Jesus is simply declaring to us that he has declared us all free from all condemnation, all guilt, all obligation, or all punishment that is due to us. That is exactly what he did for the lady. Jesus is the absolver of the condemned. How are you feeling in this season? Allow me to speak to the quarantined individuals. Those amongst us who are in a place where you're wondering whether you'll make it out of the quarantine or not. Those that have been taken up by our medical facilities and told to separate themselves for a number of days, probably 14, to find out whether you're fine, then we can release you to the public. As I speak, I know there are some who are even waiting, trying to understand whether they will leave the quarantine or not. The saddest thing with this is the fact that some who got the virus have died. Some who will be listening to this have the virus and are wondering, am I going to be healed? There are some who don't even have the virus but are just sick on their own. They have their own sickness that they're dealing with in this season. There are some who are condemned those still condemned in our society today. Maybe you're this prostitute that the Bible is talking about. And all your neighbors understand that you are this prostitute. I've been sent by the Lord Jesus Christ to remind you today that even for you, if you make room for the Lord today, this moment, he will come in. Make room for him. Are you feeling condemned? What, what condemnation do you have in your heart today? Some of us, because of the quarantine, have gotten into sinful habits. And so you're like, oh, Jehovah, how did I crawl back into this darkness again? I'm here to remind you that Jesus is here and is here for you. And so my prayer for you as I close today is to make room for God. He's the one who absolves you of all condemnation, whoever you are. And as you continue in this difficult time, search for him. Do not stop in your search for the Lord. Continue to look for him like never before. We have all the time in the world now. Read the word of God. Search for him in the scriptures. Open the pages of the Bible like you've never opened before. Cry aloud for understanding, the proverb writer said. Look for it as for silver. Search for it as for hidden treasure. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this lovely day asking you to remember us in this season. We thank you for the word that has reminded us today that you absolve all condemnation that we have. Jehovah, thank you for reminding us to search for you as for hidden treasure. To look for you. To cry aloud. To cry out aloud. Jehovah, we bless your name. Because you have promised that when we do that, we will find you. Jehovah, allow us to hear the very knocking of our doors. Who is you knocking at the very doors of our hearts in this season? And allow us ever so powerfully to make room for you in our homes, 
Jehovah, we bless you and we thank you for this beautiful word this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening in. Remember to follow us on our social media handles, Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. And as you do that, may the Lord shine his light inside you. And please remember in this lovely season to make room for God. May he bless you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. May he make his lovely face to shine upon you and grant you peace. Peace that surpasses all human understanding. Peace that will guard you. Guard your heart and mind, even in this difficult season, through Christ Jesus.